0: The interesting thing that is connected to temperature is to maximize your deep sleep, you need a really cold environment, and that is what we provide, while instead for REM, you need what is called thermal neutrality. Our technology is a different concept. It's just embedded in the bed, and it does some work for you. It enhances your sleep, but it's not that it brings extra anxiety. And so we are in 2020, we just leveraged the power of sensors and machine learning to help our body recover faster behind the scene without impacting our brain and any sort of anxiety.
1: That's Matteo Franceschetti, and this is episode 373 of Wellness Force Radio. Wellness Force Radio, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well can have
0: the same brain states as someone who's done an hour of meditation every day for 40 years. There's a lot of losses that we go through, so the ability to be able to cope with those losses is very important to build skill in it, because loss will happen.
1: You know, you have to have spiritual courage to really grow spiritually, because if you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in what's up friends hello podcast world welcome back to the show this episode we're talking with the ceo of eight sleep this is a sleep fitness company named one of the most innovative companies in consumer electronics by fast company and i so enjoyed this conversation and even more i enjoyed giving the sleep fitness mattress system a test drive myself look it's obvious we all need sleep Duh. Now more than ever, I mean, we always needed sleep, but with the increased levels of stress and whether you're exercising or losing weight, maybe you have like a body fat goal or you're just wanting to recover and replenish your body, there is no more sacred thing than your mattress. But what if I told you that all the old school mattresses that were just made from a bunch of plastics and unconscious material, and they also didn't really regulate your sleep temperature for your best health? And they actually were affecting your sleep in a negative way. Well, this is the science and the story that we're going to end today on a very special podcast. We're talking with Matteo Franceschetti about sleep fitness and the good side of technology. Matteo is the CEO of Eight Sleep. They make a bed that regulates your temperature all throughout the night your body wakes up at the perfect temperature and it alternates these temperatures throughout the evening. Now, this is key. It's called thermoregulation. And in my opinion, it's like the biohack that no one's talking about. It's the secret sauce. I can't believe that people don't recognize this and people aren't talking about this, which is why on this episode we are. Now, if you yourself have been wanting a new mattress for the new year or just a new night of sleep where you actually wake up and feel good. If your back has been hurting, if the thought of looking at your bed and sleeping on it gives you anxiety, or if you're a biohacker or a health advocate, this is the podcast for you. You can actually justify in your heart, in your head, why it's okay for you to invest in something amazing that you can sleep on and that actually gives you the quality recovery that you deserve. I mean, so many people wear devices on their bodies to help them sleep, like headbands and rings and chest straps. Let's get rid of that. I kind of disagree with that, really. And this might seem like I'm talking smack, but look, I don't think we should have anything physically connected to our body helping us sleep. I think we should be laying on something that helps regulate our temperature throughout the four stages of sleep so we can wake up fully refreshed, like this eight sleep mattress and sleep fitness system. So by the end of the show, you're going to understand what this exciting sleep fitness score really means, what sleep hygiene is and how it's different than sleep fitness. You'll understand how eight sleep tracks your health and how collecting key pieces of data while using cold temperatures infused into the mattress can achieve what Matteo calls thermoneutrality and why that's so beneficial for your deep restorative sleep You'll learn about how to get this quality night's sleep by these different points of data that the AI computer uses to regulate your temperature and learn about your sleep habits. It's utterly fascinating. This AI helps us sleep better. And technology, I know what you're thinking, Josh, what do you mean technology? Yes, technology can be good. Technology is not evil. There is wellness technology out there that can really help you, like this sleep fitness system, reduce your stress and get a better night's sleep so you can wake up refreshed and love the people and yourself that are all filled through your day. This is what it's about, right? Like waking up and feeling good in your body. Now, this sleep fitness system with the temperature control. I use this mattress myself. It's amazing. My lady live can have her temperature on her side, I can have my temperature on my side. It goes all the way down to like 55 degrees. You can have that thing icy. And then it goes up to 100 degrees so you can go hot or cold. For whatever you're feeling, if you live in a warm climate or a cool climate, it is amazing. (laughs) I'm putting like my gold stamp of approval on this thing. This is deep sleep on a whole new level. I think thermoregulation is the missing piece when it comes to biohacking your sleep to get the highest quality ever. Eight Sleep is the only mattress that actively regulates temperature, featuring these patented hydro powered cooling technology pieces and the most advanced health and wellness tracking available. This is awesome. You can get eight sleeps black Friday discount for $500 off the pod and $200 off the pod pro cover, but you have to hurry. This black Friday discount ends December 1st. You can get this. Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash eight sleep. That's E I G H T S sleep eight sleep. And use code wellnessforce at checkout. Now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're feeling inspired and you're curious about this, not only did they give you a great discount, but they also make it super affordable. You can have monthly payment plans and you can get this delivered before the new year. Go over to wellnessforce.com forward slash eight sleep. Use the code wellnessforce. Make sure you do it before December 1st so you can start sleeping better. And tag me on social. Let me know, like, did you get it? Did you try it? What do you think? Give me your thoughts at wellness force on Instagram. Now let's dig into what this sleep fitness is and learning about the good side of technology. So you can have peaceful, restful, restorative sleep with the CEO of eight sleep, Matteo Franceschetti. Hello everyone. It's Josh Trent. I'm here with a very special guest. We are live on Facebook. So as everybody comes to the party, let us know where are you joining in from. We're talking about something really really important today and I would say probably right now the most important thing ever and that is how do we sleep? You know, what is the quality of our sleep? This is a sleep fitness company that we're talking to the CEO with Matteo, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you for having me. Super excited
1: We've been looking forward to this for a while, you know, it's been, it's been about a year and a half, two years, Mateo, since we went on a deep dive for sleep. We talked about polysomnography with Dr. Kirk Parsley. We explored all the different ways we can have sleep hygiene, but this, this uh, topic of sleep fitness, it's funny. I've never thought about it like that, you know, and and I know that we're going to get into your story. We're going to get into the technology of this incredible product, uh, really this piece of wellness technology, right? Technology that can help us live life well. But before we get in there, why did you even name the company Eight Sleep? I assume it's maybe wanting people to have eight hours of sleep, but I could be totally wrong.
0: Yeah, kind of close. So we want to break the rule of the eight hours of sleep. We have this vision where we can compress sleep and we actually don't believe in the eight hour rule, which still applies to most of the people for now, but maybe in a few years from today, you will be able to sleep only six hours and get more rest than when you were sleeping eight.
1: That's fascinating. So sleeping less, but like sleeping smarter, right? Sleeping more fit. Exactly. So I think about the way that we used to live, you know, um, before technology really came online, before there was sensors and different devices that could help us. We're, we're not in that world anymore. And I think that's really the the stepping off point for this conversation. We are not in our grandfather's and our grandmother's world anymore, where we used to follow circadian rhythms for so long, but with all the demands of people working at home now and being in families and having lots of uh, stress that really hasn't been present before. I do believe that this kind of technology that can help us sleep more fit, right? Sleep fitness is very beneficial right now. How did you even get into this line of work, helping people sleep and helping people well? How did that even happen for you?
0: So when I was a teenager, Um, I was uh, I was an athlete so I was playing tennis tournaments and ski races motorsports so I was really you know into recovery and sleep is a big piece of that Then I became an entrepreneur and I was the typical entrepreneur working long hours, going to bed late, working until the last second. And so I started wondering why Elon Musk is taking me to Mars, but I still spend a third of my life on a piece of dumb foam. And uh, I say, well, there is no technology in a third of my life. And, And that is how everything started.
1: Wow. So in pro athletics, yeah, because people forget this. And this is a really good thing to remind us all about. We don't actually grow stronger and recover when we're working out or when we stop working out. We actually heal when we're resting. And I think so many people, they just, it just never occurs to them, Mateo, like the thing that they sleep on is just as important as the way that they prepare for their sleep. And we're going to get into this too, because sleep hygiene is different than sleep fitness. Um, sleep hygiene is like our surroundings, our temperature, our light, our blue light, and you know, maybe even stress that's going on, but sleep fitness, you know, how, how did this come online for you? And, and when did that term really start to make sense for you? Sleep fitness.
0: Yeah, we, we really came up with the term uh, um, around two years, two years and a half ago. And it's very connected to what you're saying. The vision I always had is sleep is not a passive moment, it's an active for your body. Right. So you are training, you're doing something good for your body that is recovering and healing. And so you need to take care of that if you want to perform at your best. And it doesn't matter if you are an athlete, if you are a mom or if you are a doctor, sleep is extremely important to really recharge your body and make sure that tomorrow you will be at your peak.
1: A big part of this, too, that people don't understand is that most people I mean, our audience is very smart, actually, because we've we've had many brands um, on the show that have talked about the way that they're allowing people to discover more about themselves. But most people forget, actually, and I'd love for you to go into this when it comes to the actual piece of bedding or the, the bed that you're sleeping on. What do most people get wrong, you know, when they look at the, at beds? And and I know your company isn't really even a mattress company or a bed company. This is a holistic company, really. It's a sleep fitness company. But when people look at the, the bed or the mattress they sleep on, what do they tend to get wrong right up front?
0: Yeah, so there are, I think, two... Two things are probably the, the most common mistakes so the first one is about temperature you have heard probably multiple times saying people people saying, "Oh you should sleep at 68 degrees and that is wrong so a fixed temperature mm. for the whole night is wrong and then we, we I can explain you why but substantially the temperature need to change based on your sleep phases and your circadian rhythm and that is one. The second is um, people tend to use their computer or their phone until really the last second. And so they don't give time to their brain to really relax. And so if your mind is still racing, you you will struggle to fall asleep. So there are a couple of behaviors that you can adopt, just a routine that helps you to relax before going to bed.
1: A big piece of this is obviously the temperature. and, And we've all heard of this, like sleep in a dark room. You know, make sure that you're not having um, your temperature too hot because that's a big one. But that's fascinating with the temperature changing throughout the night. Is that something that and we're going to talk about the technology of of sleep fitness as well. But I really want to cover the emotional side and the physical side first, because stress, Mateo, stress is like, I think, on everyone's heart and mind right now in a major way. Um, People are very stressed. How does stress impact HRV? body temperature, sleep quality. Before we even address the technology, let's talk about the stress first.
0: Yeah, in in a couple of different ways. So first, you might struggle to fall asleep. Your mind is racing. You cannot disconnect and you don't fall asleep. Second, which is probably even more common, uh, you wake up in the middle of the night, even because you just want to go to the restroom or you want to have a glass of water, your mind starts racing and then you don't fall asleep. And third, you could just have a, a very fragmented sleep because you toss and turns a lot, right? You have these crazy dreams. And so your sleep efficiency is pretty low.
1: So sleep efficiency is different than sleep quality, right? Totally different way to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So sleep efficiency is really the time that you spend in, in bed, how much time is asleep. But it also includes, okay, what was the quality of sleep? For example, in my case, I toss and turns a lot. Historically, I toss and turns 40 times per night, while instead an average person does it 12. Hmm. Uh, and so uh, my sleep quality and efficiency, they are uh, often below par.
1: This is a big one, too, um, for people that are in relationships, right? Because like one partner is is sleeping very differently than the other partner. And there is a lot of of beds out there that really just talk about the firmness, right? It's like the firmness of your sleep, but yep. to be able to regulate temperature, knowing that polysomnography studies, sleep studies, and science—they're all pointing us towards temperature, light, and noise. Those are the really big um, yes. pieces when we talk about like you know be sleeping well and sleeping in a healthy way. So let's go into this like how did you come upon the science and and how did you figure out how to change the temperature throughout the night because it seems like that is probably one of the core pillars of how this even works.
0: Yep. So if we if we forget you no know, sleep medical disorders, the biggest factor impacting your sleep quality is temperature. And temperature is extremely personal because light and noise they're still relevant. But they are substantially the same for for you and and myself and anyone else, right? It just needs to be dark and it just needs to be quiet. While instead, temperature changes based on your metabolism, on your gender, on your age, on your body fat percentage, and also on your circadian cycle. So um, what we understood immediately when we started customer discovery in the sleep space, it was that there was no one really solving the problem of temperature. 50% of the couples, they fight around temperature because they have different preferences. (laughs)
1: That sounds about right. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And um, so we created a technology that combines hardware and software. So we created a thermal engine and we created uh, this pod technology that comes in in two different shapes, a whole bed or even a mattress cover that can be uh, installed onto any mattress. And through an app, you can control it or you can just rely on our machine learning algos and we adjust temperature for you during the night. What clinical studies say is that through thermoregulation, in particular cooling, you can fall asleep up to 20% faster, you can get up to 20% uh, more deep sleep, and you can also increase your REM. Our data shows also that we reduce wake-ups and also toss and turns.
1: You know, what's interesting to me is like, we look at data as this linear thing, but as you and I both know, the data about the human body is never linear. It's never always predictable. We, everyone's unique, right? We have this, um, we have a thumbprint on our thumb. Uh, the inside of our body is very unique as well from a physiological level. So no matter who you are, your stress level depending on um, your caffeine intake, your light exposure. There's so many different factors that play into this that really, this is why I'm excited to talk with you on the show today. Uh, They're just not explored by the general public. And and the way that you've worked with your science team and the way that you've done the R&D for this bed, I mean, how long did it take before you really felt confident on the data and that data's ability to give people a really personal experience?
0: Yeah, so now we are five years in. Uh, we have a scientific advisory board with professors from Harvard, Stanford, Sinai, UPenn. Uh, and we are running three um, clinical studies uh, with three of the major universities. It really takes time because first we had to nail the data, right? So our beds, they come with uh, embedded sensors and we can track everything about your heart rate, about your respiration and about your sleep. So first, we had to become accurate at that. Now, once we have reached this accuracy level compared to a medical grade device, we were finally ready to start adjusting temperature for you. But at that point, we had to develop the technology to really thermoregulate each side of the bed. And now we can provide any temperature between 55 and 110 degrees for each side of the bed. So each side is completely independent with different sensors and different uh, uh, temperature settings.
1: This would play into accounts of people being able to see when they're getting sick or when their temperature is potentially uh, making them, giving them a signal that they're about to get sick or maybe they have the flu. You know, I used an aura ring for a long time and there was definitely signals in the data that could have allowed me to have more understanding that I was actually getting sick. Um, Is there a part of, of sleep fitness or what is the data of sleep fitness that really helps people prevent or um, maybe uh, shorten the time of being sick?
0: Yeah, so usually, for example, let's say you're getting the flu and three, four days before your flu, your heart rate at rest will start going up. Because we have all your historical data, we will start seeing that day after day, your heart rate at rest is going up. And so we will notify you that you might be getting sick. Uh, We have a vision where in the future we might be able to prevent strokes. Because again, the beauty of our form factor compared to a wearable is you you buy the pod and then you keep using it for six to 10 years. And so we really have this consistency of data um, where we will be able to see how you're aging and we will have so much data about you that we will see any anomaly. And then through science, we can uh, first push you to talk to a doctor, right? It's not that we are here to replace doctor. But second, we can also tell you what uh, Uh, potential risk you might have.
1: Yeah, I love that you said that because um, in my opinion, this is a powerful tool, right? Having a sleep fitness system is fantastic, but it's a tool that has to come from someone making a behavior change within themselves first. Uh, This is not going to solve your sleep issues if you're staring at an iPad this close for an hour before you go to bed. Um, but how do, you, how do you work that into this? You know, like the behavior change component of sleep and, and having greater sleep fitness. How, how did you factor that in when you made the unit?
0: Yeah, so in the app, the app comes with content. So you think of a peloton of sleep. And we have meditation, we have breathing exercises, so we have stretching exercises. So kind of things that you could do uh, and just look at before going to bed to relax your your mind. Um, And then uh, we have what we call tips inside the app. And so based on, for example, you wake up and we see that your HRV is pretty low because you had a bad night or you didn't fully recover, then we tell you um, what you should do during the day to maximize your recovery. Uh, we also tell you how much you
1: should sleep. That's interesting because the word should, you know, like you should be sleeping. We hear, we hear anywhere from like eight to nine, sometimes people that have, um, chronic health conditions, even 10 hours of sleep. But what, what's the science showing you now? Cause earlier you mentioned, we want to get people to sleep less, but sleep more fit. Is there a standard? Is there a gold standard when it comes to time of sleep? Or is it really more about the quality of sleep?
0: So, this standard dies and they just say, oh, you should sleep between seven and nine hours per day. But the reality is, what you really need is a certain percentage of deep sleep and a certain percentage of REM. Uh, light sleep is an inefficiency of your body to transition across the different stages. And that is where we believe we can compress your sleep and let you recover faster in less time by compressing light sleep. Um, at the end of the day, strictly connected with your quality. If you can get your 20 to 25% deep and 20 to 25% REM, and you translate that in minutes, that is what you really need. Deep is more for your physical body and REM is uh, uh, more for your mind.
1: People forget that there's stages, and I forget this too. You know, I just feel like, okay, I, I, I slept eight hours, I'm good. But it's actually not true, right? We We have these waves of sleep that we go through. Can you talk about the sleep stages? Um, This is a really big one.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, oversimplified is, no. you have your light sleep and then you have deep and REM, right? Deep, in the first half of the night, you tend to have more deep than REM and a certain percentage of light. While instead, in the second part of the night, you tend to have more REM and less deep. Deep is really important for your physical body. So for your physical recovery. Um, while instead, REM is the moment for your brain to readjust all the information uh, and readjust the storage of the information in your own mind. Um, and so the interesting thing that is connected to temperature is to maximize your deep sleep, you need a really cold environment. And that is what we provide. While instead for REM, you need what is called thermal neutrality. And the reason is this. When you are in REM, your brain deactivates temperature control in your body. And so if it's too hot or too cold it doesn't let you get rem because the brain is fearing that you might die. Hmm. So thermal neutrality sends the signal to the brain okay everything is safe you can get into rem and that is why that temperature control is so important also for rem phase.
1: So for the people out there who are watching or listening uh, you talked about this thermoneutrality what does that mean in common terms? It's a very scientific word, thermoneutrality. Yeah.
0: In in very simple words, it shouldn't be hot and it shouldn't be cold. While instead, in the first part of the night for deep, you need a cold environment.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I have always thought the colder, the better, but it's not true. It, it has to go with the stages of sleep. And I think about the deep sleep component um, where I've measured it. This is something in your app, which I think is fascinating. I, I for so long resisted technology because I thought and I think a lot of people feel this way, Matteo. You know, why do we need technology? We've been sleeping great for thousands of years. As again, I, I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, we are not in that world anymore. <laughs> we are in a world that we have totally different stressors than our ancestors had. Um, can you expound upon that a little bit?
0: Yeah. So when I think of technology for sleep, I think in two dimensions, right? One dimension is, yes, your phone with emails coming in, Slack messages, text messages, WhatsApp. That gives you anxiety. That type of technology is bad because your mind keeps racing. You just need to slow down. Our technology is a different concept. You don't see it. it's It's just embedded in the bed and it does some work for you. It enhances your sleep, but it's not that it brings extra anxiety. And so we are in 2020. We just leveraged the power of sensors and machine learning to help our body recover faster behind the scene without impacting our brain and any sort of anxiety.
1: And and I love it because most people, you know, we look at psychology, there's an internal locus of control and then there's an external locus of control. So setting a framework outside yourself um, so that you can actually do the things that you promise to yourself, like eat healthy food or or sleep, uh, sleep well, have good sleep fitness. Sure. So what what is it about the actual sensors? Um, and these sensors aren't harmful to the human body. Right. There's a there's a PZO sensor for movement. Um, But what are what are some of the other sensors that people may be hearing about for the very first time?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And let me step back for a second to say something that is really important to me. What I love of our form factor is you don't have to wear anything. You don't have to charge anything. You don't have to change your habits. So there is nothing that you need to remind remind to you, to yourself. There are no obligations. You just keep doing what you were doing last night, but this time your bed is smart and it will improve your sleep. Nothing else is going to be different. Uh, in terms of sensors, so we have these piezo sensors. Uh, they are at the chest level, and they really work like, like a stethoscope. Imagine that your brain is a Wi-Fi connected stethoscope. And uh, through that, we can pick any information about heart rate, um, respiration and and sleep. Then we have temperature sensors in the bed. So we know the temperature inside the bed. And then we have temperature and humidity sensors in the hub. That is this unit that sits next to the bed. So we can have information about your bedroom temperature information. And based on that, we can adjust the temperature while you're asleep.
1: It's honestly like having almost, um, a second version of yourself, like observing yourself and then making it. So you have literally the best sweet sleep quality possible because there's been many nights where I live in Cardiff here in Southern California. And I know you're talking to us from New York. You'll be moving to Florida. Uh, which is an amazing place. But uh, a lot of times when there's um, areas where there's high humidity or low humidity, that can drastically impact people. And it doesn't always matter what's going on with the air conditioner. Um, how does the humidity factor into this?
0: Yeah, so both humidity and temperature are super important. And so we are developing now making our uh, machine learning models smarter. And so they collect the data Uh, through an API from a weather API about the weather in your area. Plus, we have our uh, data about your own bedroom. And based on that, we recommend you the best temperature for you based on your historical data. That is what we are developing and testing in in ours right now. Once we know the best temperature for you, we can also tell you if this is the best temperature for your comfort or this is the best temperature for you to fall asleep faster or this is the best temperature to slow down your heart rate. Mm. So you will have different modes and you decide if you want to have a performance mode, a comfort mode or whatever you like the
1: most. The, um the AI component is fascinating to me because I think sometimes when people hear AI, they're like, oh my God, AI, you know, Elon Musk and Neuralink and Terminator and all these things. This is the softer side of AI. <laughs> this is the, yeah. good this is the good side. Um, yes. sh- share with us what that really means. Artificial intelligence to help us sleep better, to help us have more sleep fitness. What does that mean to you personally? And, and how do you talk to people about it that might be a little wary of artificial intelligence?
0: Yeah, the, the simplified concept for something like this is a statistical analysis. We just see at what is the best temperature for your sleep based on your data when there is this temperature. And this is purely data, and we just do the work for you. We do the math. And we tell you, look, at, at this temperature based on three years of data is, you know, is the, the one where you fall asleep 10 minutes faster. Or at this temperature, you get less you know, toss and turns. Is an exercise that you could do on your own with an Excel. We just do the job
1: for you. So it's really having the data that your body's providing. Like we have this biochemistry; it's sensing the sleep. Is 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 the bed sensing the sleep of our actual body as well, or is it more sensing the weather, the humidity in the room? Both. So it's all inclusive in there, and that's how it regulates so we have that neutrality. What about yeah. um sweating? A lot of people when they sleep, they sweat. Does it address that?
0: Yeah, so I would say the largest uh, majority of our customers, Um, Or a large majority of our customers, they tend to sweat at night, and that is the first problem that we solve, and that is how we improve their quality, right? Almost 90% of our users, they report uh, a sleep improvement with the product, and for uh, several of them, the number one issue was sweating at night, which then means they wake up, they toss and turns, and so they have a fragmented and, and not restful sleep.
1: The the tossing and turning could be like many different things. But I would I would be safe to say, and I'm I'm curious how you feel about this. It typically comes back to their racing mind. A lot of people have jaw tension when they sleep as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you watched the Joe Rogan podcast, but th- there was a gentleman on there and he was talking about he grinds his teeth so much when he yes. sleeps. Um, it was Alex Jones that was on his show, and he was like, you know, you really gotta just take a year off for people that can't take time off and they have so much stress that they're dealing with. Uh, how, how do you talk about this in your ecosystem? Because, yes, like once we start supporting sleep, it's powerful. Uh, quality sleep can can take away stress, but it can't completely get rid of it. You know, how do you address this with your users and just with the discussion of stress in your community?
0: Yeah, it's an area that we want to keep developing and understand, okay, how can we help them further? Um, As I was saying, there is this content that you can use before going to bed to really relax and, and, and stretch. We also have content for the early morning. So when you wake up, again, stretching or other meditation and breathing exercises to really wake up your own um, body. Um, and then obviously a key metric that our users uh, look at is, is HRV. Uh, HRV obviously is strictly connected more to physical stress than mental stress. Um, but maybe in the future we can figure out how to monitor and measure also mental stress.
1: I've heard of HRV being a factor for determining, um, heart attacks and for determining many things. I remember I was at a paleo conference a while back and there was a physician. I forgot his name. Uh, maybe somebody can help us and, and let us know in the comments or on social media, but he actually was using heart rate variability, um, as a determinant of longevity, your overall lifetime HRV score, you know, for five or 10 years. Um, if nobody's heard of HRV before, What is it, and and how do you look at it yourself, and and how do you integrate it into uh, sleep fitness?
0: Yeah, so as you know, we we all have what is called heart rate at rest, which is how many heartbeats you have per minute, and it can range 60 to 100, usually people in great shape and super fit, they are between 40 and 60. But the heart rate variability is the variability in between the heartbeats. And uh, the, the more this variability changes, the more um, recovered and refreshed you are. So usually what happens is, let's say that you go for a heavy workout today, your HRV will go down. And that means that you need time to recover. While well, instead, if you take a couple of days off, probably your HRV will go up, which means you are fr- you know, fresh and fully energized. That is how I use it. That is how a lot of athletes use it. Substantially, when your HRV is high for your own average, for your own standards, so you need to look at your range. Everyone is different. That is when you can work out um, more and train harder. While instead, when it's low, you should take it easy or you could risk injuries.
1: This is so powerful. I want to really pause here and let this land because um, most people, we have been taught, let's be honest, we've been taught that like work hard, play hard and i'm like no it's actually work hard sleep hard like that's really what we need to do because if we're not sleeping well like deep and rem and and the things you've already described there is no way we can push the gas pedal down for years and years and years whether it's in our life or our business so when we understand when we actually start understanding ourselves that's what this is this this wellness technology it's like a mirror of mindfulness you know we become more mindful because we know who we are through our own data. D- did you personally go through any transformations yourself in learning about your own sleep fitness, your own sleep data? Like, how did that work for you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there are, there are days where if I know that I didn't sleep well, I try to sleep longer. Um, one change I did since COVID, since the lockdown, I started sleeping nine hours a day, and my HRV went up 14% on average yeah. just through that. Yeah. Um, when, if I have a chance, I try to take a power nap of 20 minutes just to reduce my adenosine levels in my brain in order to be a peak focus in, uh, in the second part of the day.
1: Um, adenosine, I have not talked about with sleep. That's fascinating. W- what's the role of that? Cause that's the never came into my consciousness.
0: So adenosine is substantially this, this chemical substance that gets into your brain and is what makes you feel tired. When you drink coffee, the reason why you don't feel tired anymore is that the coffee covers these uh, adenosine feelings in your brain. And so it's mitigating the adenosine pressure that is on your brain uh, already. So it's not that it's reducing adenosine, it's just mitigating the feeling of that. So the best way for you to reduce adenosine during the day is just to take a quick nap. And that will help reduce the adenosine pressure on your brain and you will feel less tired during the rest of the day.
1: I love that. I want people to really understand that too. If you're watching here on Facebook, just let us know, what is your biggest challenge when it comes to sleeping well and to having sleep fitness? Because I look at some of the marketing and some of the messaging that you're putting out, it seems like a lot of athletes use your product. But this isn't just for athletes. I think we, we tend to try to model our lives off of athletes but people forget, like when you're a professional basketball player, Mateo, you have a chef, a doctor, you have somebody checking your blood, you, ha- you have all, you have a team uh, to help you. But for the average person, what does this really mean to start looking at sleep fitness for the average person versus the professional athlete?
0: Yeah. Most of our users, they are health conscious people, right? And they usually are already into the regular fitness. They go to the gym, they go running, they already take care of their body. Where we want to help them is to educate them to understand that sleep is as important, if not more important than exercise. And the only thing that you need to do is to try to sleep between seven and nine hours per day. You will feel great you will feel less stressed. And if you are an athlete, even an everyday athlete, you will be less subject to injuries. So take care of your sleep as much as you take care of your exercise and workout routine.
1: Do you feel like if somebody, like for the lowest hanging fruit, Mateo, if if somebody's listening right now and they're feeling inspired to actually finally relax and take a look at their sleep, would it be actually focusing on the sleep that would help them with their stress, maybe some weight loss? Because most people focus on working out instead of working in. Is, is really the conversation here, I'm curious how you feel, is really what we need to be doing as a collective and as somebody that wants to lose weight or, or reduce their stress, is it the sleep? Yes, exercise is important, but um, if, we're, if we're pushing the gas pedal down too much with exercise and we're not sleeping, does it even matter that we're working out? No,
0: so two important things here. First, health is based on three pillars. Sleep, exercise, and nutrition. But actually, exercise and nutrition, they don't matter if you sleep two hours per night, right? Yeah. At that point, you're <laughs> you are just going to die. Yeah. So actually, yeah. the first pillar is sleep, and the other two come. But I always like to prove things with facts. And so to everyone listening, try to sleep, one hour more per day for a week, just a week. Just trust me, one hour more per day. That is seven hours a week, which is like sleeping one more night. At the end of the week, you tell me how you feel. And that I'm sure will answer any question or any doubt that you have. You will feel great, you will feel energized, you will be there, no, ready to go. And at the same time behind the scene, you're giving more time to your body to recover to digest the stress, to process information. And so you will be living a healthier life.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful reminder, but you know what? The thing is, is it might seem simple to people where they go, okay, uh, Matteo and science and so many humans in our wellness world, they're all telling us like, that sleep is probably the most important thing. But what is it, Matteo? Like, why do you think the collective is not sleeping? Is it a mindset? Is it, is it learned behavior? Because it seems like it's such a simple thing to do. It's like, get your ass to sleep. You know, like, go to bed. Uh, what is it about our psyche that, that resists think, that?
0: and it's a mistake I was making, too, before starting eight sleep, is people think, oh, I need more time. Let me gain time from sleep. Sleep is a waste of my time. Why do I need all that time? I can make it with four hours right? This is what people say. And this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs, they used to say in the eighties or the nineties, but sleep deprivation is the new smoking, right? So the reason why you need to take care of that is if you want to be at your peak performance is if quality matters more than quantity, you need to sleep to be at your peak energy, peak focus, then If you also want to read medical papers, clinical studies, you will see that by sleeping more, you will help your own health and your own longevity. You will reduce um, heart rate uh, risks and attacks. You will reduce uh, blood pressure. You will reduce risk of getting Parkinson's. You will just extend longevity across multiple factors, plus you will also reduce the risk of obesity. There are, there is plenty of evidence where all these, um, sort of illnesses are strictly connected to the quality of your sleep.
1: Yeah. And this goes for people that have children or, or people that are single and maybe work hard and their, their work becomes their baby. Um, when we start sacrificing sleep and I know this firsthand, um, I was reflecting data with the Aura Ring. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to, um, really go deep for a month or two using the eight sleep, um, for people that don't know about the the ghrelin and the leptin, right? When we don't sleep enough, we produce more ghrelin, which is like the hunger hormone. It makes us more hungry. When yes. we're sleeping well, we have proper leptin. Leptin shows us that we're full. It's this it's the feedback loop of being full. Can can you talk a little bit about the ghrelin and the leptin? in regards to appetite, because I've, I've seen research and we'll link this in the show, the show notes. Um, it can be upwards to 300 to 500 calories more per day that somebody eats when they're not sleeping well, which equates to about a pound of weight gain per week.
0: Yes. I used to, I like to use a metaphor in, uh, for, to explain this, you know, when you exercise, when you work out, then you feel good and then you tend to eat healthier just because yeah. it's how you feel. The, is the same concept with sleep. If you sleep well, if you had solid eight hours of sleep, good sleep, then when you wake up, there are some hormonal changes in your body where you will not crave carbs, you will not crave bad food, and you will very likely crave less food, which is exactly what, what you're saying. The point is, it's not a placebo in on your mind, but there are hormones that are justifying these behaviors. While instead, when you're sleep deprived, you want to try to compensate that sleep deprivation and this lack of energy in your brain through food, in particular sort of junk food.
1: Wow. I mean, like the science could not be more clear, too. I remember we had Rob Wolf on the show and he wrote a book called Wired to Eat. And that's where I first learned, Matteo, about the leptin and ghrelin and how this can massively yes. dictate Um, the way that we actually gain or lose weight. So um, this is the hidden factor. It really is the hidden factor for most people. And if you're just joining us on Facebook and if you wanna learn more right now, you can go over to wellnessforce.com forward slash eight sleep. Um, you also gave us a huge discount. So thank you for the discount. It's a holiday time. It's like really important for us to get to sleep. So check the show notes right now. If you're watching on Facebook, just look right below us for the link. Uh, Mateo, as as we wind down for sleep tonight, you know, I talked about sleep hygiene earlier. The hygiene of our room is important. So yes, we're going to have a quality bed that's temperature controlled, that's using AI, but that's not the only thing. Like this works in concert with the way that you set up your room, what are the other things that we should be paying attention to besides uh, the eight sleep device? What are the other factors for, for sleep hygiene and quality?
0: So I, I spoke to hundreds of sleep doctors and the first thing they always say is you need to pay attention to your sleep consistency. Sleep consistency is the, the big deal. So you need to try to go to bed always at the same time And even more important, you need to wake up at the same time, also during the weekends. Um, If you wake up always at the same time, you really train your body to wake up at that time. And so your body will just start doing it on its own. And you will wake up um, on your own even before the alarm goes off. That is the number one advice you would get. The second is start uh, winding down. Um, At least 30 minutes before going to bed, an hour if possible, use blue wave glasses, change the color of uh, the lights in your apartment to orange to stimulate melatonin. Uh, You can take melatonin from time to time. You can take magnesium uh, that helps to relax your muscles before going to bed. And another thing I do is I do, I create thermal shocks in my body before going to bed through hot and cold showers. Mm. So I do a five-minute shower and I do 30 seconds really hot, 30 seconds really cold, and I keep switching. This the thermal shock helps me to relax and prepare for bed.
1: You do that for five minutes? Yeah. Is that something personal or do you have science to back that up?
0: So there is science. Uh, the point is there, are, there is science both supporting like a, a hot bath, just to to relax. For others, instead, the cold shower is what works best. And so at the end of the day, it's really personal. Um, You should try both, but it's very likely that one of the two will work well for you.
1: One of the things I love is that, and and I I don't love this part of it, but I I saw some research on your website and it was that 80% 80 or more of Americans, they suffer from temperature issues. Um, That's, that's like, we're talking about almost 300 million people that are suffering and they're not knowing it. So this, this technology that the AI component is a big part of, it can actually cool the bed down to almost 55 degrees. Is that, is that realistic that somebody would ever even sleep at 55, maybe temporarily, right?
0: Yeah, temporarily, uh, you okay. cannot last the whole night. In particular, the second part of the night, you would be freezing. Um, I think only one percent of our users, or close to one percent of our users, are able to sleep at the coldest settings. Uh, the majority of the of the users uh, sleeps in the in the uh, in, in just slightly cold.
1: Got it. Okay, so this solves the equation. If you're married, if you're in a relationship, if you're listening give this a shot <laughs> because I think not only will it solve your sleep temperature issue, but, um, when your partner's happy, you can be really happy too. Have you found use cases of that? Have people said, Hey, we're getting along now. We're sleeping well together.
0: Yeah. 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 A, a lot of uh, people, they write us in, we send a survey for our MPS and, uh, really probably 50 to 60% of the people, they say that this solved uh, their problem uh, with, with their partner. Because they had different preferences.
1: This is amazing. You know, we covered so much ground. We we talked about uh, weight loss and sleep. We talked about the quality of the artificial intelligence with sleep. We covered a lot of science ground on this as well. So, you know, please go to wellnessforce.com forward slash eight sleep if you want to give this a test drive, there's an incredible payment plan, too. This is coming out live for everyone on Black Friday. So don't spend your money on junk. Don't don't do this. You guys like don't start Black Friday and buy a bunch of crap you don't need. That's not making you sleep better. Uh, do this instead. This is a very affordable bed. and It's a very affordable system. Really, when I look at the health impact of this, what did we miss? You know, we covered so much ground in so many different areas, but um, is there anything that you really want to express to Wellness Forest or audience that we might have missed?
0: The only, th- there is a feature our customers love that could be intriguing for, for your users that is our thermal and vibration alarm. So we wake you up through temperature and vibration without any sound. And the reason is a lot of customers, they say, I hate the sound in the morning. I'm there, I'm dreaming in deep sleep and the thing goes off. I hate it. And so we, we, we take you out of deep and REM by accelerating your heart rate through temperature. So we cool your bed and you just wake up naturally.
1: That's pretty interesting. So uh, you just, it, does it oscillate? Does it actually shake you physically?
0: Yeah, there is a vibration in the bed and you feel this gentle vibration. Plus, it's really hot or really cold. You can pick one or the other and you just wake up without any sound.
1: This is fascinating. Matteo, I know that that having a company like this and and going to market and making people understand the quality of their sleep and just even the concept of sleep fitness can be challenging at times. Um, What's one of the most challenging things that you've experienced in helping people understand sleep fitness and, and how have you gotten through that?
0: I mean, I think the the most challenging part was really to build the the device, right? I had to move to China for for multiple months to what? set up the whole supply chain. Wow. Yeah, um, so I lived there for for some months, and um, but you know, we had this vision, and and the, the 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 dream of achieving that was what was driving us to overcome any obstacle.
1: And at the end of that road, it's people sleeping well, having better sleep fitness, and then. They can make better choices with their loved ones, their partners. I mean, it's, so, it's such a foundational piece, and I, I, I can't emphasize this enough. If we're going to live well and if we're going to have a life of wellness, sleep has to be – it gets to be a, a huge pillar, one of the three pillars, if not the number one. But as we say goodbye, Mateo, like, how would you describe this? How, how would you personally um, describe wellness? You know, If you had to define living your life well, living a life of wellness, how, how would Mateo tell people – what he defines as wellness.
0: It's taking care of the three pillars of health. So sleep between seven and nine hours, eat well and monitor your glucose levels with companies like levels. And exercise for me is high intensity interval training and also uh, um, just weight These three things to me are the, the, the three pillars of wellness
1: spoken like a true athlete that's in your background as well right you're an athlete for quite some time you still are in certain ways
0: right yeah in certain ways or i help athletes to 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 be at their best
1: well thank you for coming on the show this was a great conversation and if anything we just scratched the surface of the power of sleep and really this concept of of sleep fitness so again go to wellnessforce.com forward slash eight sleep There's a great discount. There's great payment plans. Like, I can't stress this enough. The best bed I think I've ever seen. And there's so many companies out there. It's like we wanted to vet and get you the truth about what sleep fitness really is. So, Mateo, thank you for coming on the show. And until I see you, until Mateo and I see you again, uh, we're both wishing you love and wellness and better sleep fitness. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So from over 300 world-class guests, we pulled together six simple yet powerful morning practices down into a 21-minute system guaranteed to increase your vibration and the way that you feel every day. Get this free powerful guide over at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. And if you love this show, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you love or that you care about. You can support the show easily by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review. Or if you're on your phone, just tap it, hit the link in purple that says review this podcast. And the journey does not stop here. We're continuing this discovering process in our private Facebook group over at wellnessforce.com forward slash group. You can be a part of it. You already are. All you have to do is join us at wellnessforce.com forward slash group, and I will welcome you at the door. Now go out into your life and live your life well. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.